1: To the Doctor Pat Show with Doctor Pat Basilli. In the next hour, Doctor Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Doctor Pat Basili
2: everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. It is really, really great to have you uh, join us here today. You know, a lot of people talk about what's going on in the world and, you know, how devastating the news is, how devastating, you know, the things that are going on are out in the world today. And, you know, we here at the Dr. Pacho, we plug into a network that is, um, it's it, it's kind of kind of astonishing it's called the Good News Network and you know they've been in existence now for a couple of years and it's really interesting we get these special feeds that come through our websites and and come through us and and what I love about it is that you know for, for every counter argument there is to focus on um, what we're doing to harm each other there is a a a, a A case made for things to be grateful about. You know, I was reading this morning about what it means to be grateful even during tough times. And that's been something that I learned uh, throughout my lifetime. I don't know. I don't know how I learned it. I think if I had to pick one thing here, uh, it would be surrender. And many people say, oh, you gave up. No, surrender is not the same. And so today, how can you be Fiercely in this world, how can you be that warrior that you perhaps have been called here to be and be that with the power and the strength that does no harm? Today, you know, we're going to talk about what does it mean to show up in the world in the way that we show up? You know, what does it mean to see the world's devastations, the way they show up to people that are out there in the forefront? And that's what my guest today, um, I'm very, very honored to have him on the show. You know, that, that's what my guest today is going to join me in talking about You know, how do we go and get past some of our own personal experiences to do good in the world, to step out into the world, um, to come to the forefront and understand what our past means, our relationship with our parents, um, how to be on the front lines of some of the most momentous, momentous events of our time. But when all is said and done, the question mark has become how have we changed, given all of this? Warrior Pose, a war correspondent's memoir, is uh, the book that I have in front of me. And how yoga literally saved my life. Uh, Brad Willis joining me here today, uh, Ram, as he is well known for uh, being, is, is someone that has a story in the world. How do we get past injury, illness, and addiction? What a great show. I am so looking forward to it. I want to thank you. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here.
3: Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's good to be with you.
2: Um, I want to start out by you know take, taking taking a a peek at uh, the journey if we could. Um, you know, I was reading I was reading your book and I was reading about some of the trials, some of the tribulations that you've gone through, and uh, openly talk about addiction, openly talk about your life. And the reason this is so important to me, my mom grew up in a day in and in an age for women. Just so you know, grew up in a time where um, most women weren't really treated as something of empowerment. And so for someone like her, the only way she could get through her life was to numb herself. Drug addiction, alcoholism. Now today, fast forward, we have a light that gets shined on all all forms of addiction in this world. And I wanted to ask you, what kind of wake-up call does it take for us to take that close a look at ourselves? that we can see all of what's going on within us and make a change, whether it's addiction or, or, or otherwise.
3: Well, my experience is that usually it takes a pretty significant wake up call. And, you know, I came of age in the 1960s, always very sensitive and outraged about uh, the struggle for women's rights and civil rights and the Vietnam War. And there's been a lot of pain and suffering, no matter what our gender, in this country, despite all of the abundance that we have. And we spend billions of dollars looking in all the wrong places to avoid ourselves, to really facing who we really are. So we seek to deal with the stress of our lives by distracting ourselves. And that can be, as you've said, drug addiction or alcohol or shopping for things we don't need to buy, or eating food that we don't need to eat and so forth. They're, these are all huge industries in our consumer-driven economy, but basically, I like to say we're looking for God in all the wrong places. We're just consistently hiding from ourselves because sometimes it's so painful to face who we really are that we just want to run away and stick our head in the sand, but things never get better, and for many of us, as happened to me, ultimately, you know, some really big crises come along, and they're either going to make or break you.
2: Exactly. I mean, and and let's talk about sort of the c- crises that uh, we have faced, people have faced, people that that didn't believe that they were going to face them in this lifetime. I mean, you know, if you think about it and we kind of take a snapshot back and you and I are from the same generation, you know, I mean, Woodstock was uh, is part, part going to be part of my memoirs. So, you know, p- part of life now that we fast forward to see where we are and the kinds of things we talk about, is to now see some of these devastations in a different way. Uh, People losing their homes. I never thought in my lifetime that I would see that kind of thing happen in this country. But you've been out in the forefront and you've seen a lot of things. Did that? Am I just naive? (laughs)
3: Well, I think there's always been such widespread human suffering. I think we've been sort of inured to it here in in America, even though we do have good news reporting from around the world and we do know the facts of a lot of cataclysmic events. We don't really taste it firsthand, usually, until things like this happen. In my life as a foreign correspondent for NBC News, I was, as you said, in some of the most momentous events of our our times, and the one thing I was always struck by, I was always deeply touched by the human suffering of the innocent people in wars and in times of crisis, especially the children. And I was also taken, when I look back, at. How many people found the power inside of themselves during those incredibly terrible times that they didn't know that they had? And how, for many, their greatness ultimately shone brighter than the darkness of their suffering.
2: Yeah, and this is really what we see. We see this now, don't we? I mean, you've seen it in your own life. I mean, you've seen your light shine now come through. A light that was always there. We've seen it uh, with uh, Malala Yosef's side. We see her. Uh, We see it with the 10 year old that I interviewed that decided she was going to stop slavery, childhood slavery, and sell lemonade. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating, isn't it? You know, this counter and this duality that we live in right now today.
3: We all have the capacity to transform our lives. We don't have to be type A. We don't have to be driven, but we all do have this capacity. It's just what's going to trigger it, and usually it's the things that we think are the most terrible at the time that trigger that. You talked about the Woodstock generation, which I'm part of, too. You know, we had it pretty good. We had a lot of creature comforts. Uh, The generation that came before us that came out of the Great Depression, they really learned something. That suffering really steeled them. And although I think it was important for all of us to move outside that box and to take a real look at the way our nation was comporting itself internationally and what was fair and what was just and how we could really apply the true principles of liberty and freedom embodied in our Constitution in a better way, very important, a lot of us didn't really understand what any sort of hardship or suffering was really about. And I saw that a great deal in third world countries. It's, you know, more than half the people alive today live on less than $2 a day, Dr. Pat. Here we are in the most abundant country in the world with more material items than we could ever need or want in our lives, and more freedoms and opportunities and choices despite some of the difficult things that have happened in the past decade, like people losing their homes. And yet in international studies, every year we show up as, the number one or number two least content, least happy people in the
2: world. Mm. Uh, You know, one of the things you learned early on in your career and, you know, being on the forefront and, you know, I love the way you've written the book because (laughs) we get to see through each chapter where you were, but also what you've learned. I remember reading uh, one of the chapters in the book. I think it was the moving up chapter where you had a realization that, you know, even being where you were doing what you're doing, there's a mechanics or a, a sort of mechanism. Of, of media right television is based on ratings race are based on people and 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 when we're talking about this you know this point in time we're talking about you know how you can do good work but Come up against being judged based on the size of the people, the population that's actually watching you. I mean, that that has to be a little making, you know, it's got to be like a little crazy making right there to think you're in the world doing good, only to be rated by some organization to tell you, well, you're doing good, but not really. <laughs>
3: Back when I was a network news journalist, I think I was in the last, final days when I really had a tremendous amount of integrity. Not to say it's completely lacking at all. (laughs) all now. But it was less corporate-driven. But even back then, there were certain stories where you would get a lot of uh, push if there were any sort of criticism or expose on corporate America or on the powers that be. And that was as daunting as whether or not your reportage was what we might call sensational enough to to you know galvanize the audience. And unfortunately, what I, I see all too much in the news today, and I, I don't really watch News much anymore. Right. It's more and more sensationalism, more and more gotcha journalism, and grabbing your attention and you know, twenty-four hours a day about a missing jetliner as tragic as that might be. It just gets beaten into the ground because it tends to drive ratings and keep people hooked. And we lose touch with what's really important, as you said. The, the positive news feed that you mentioned at the opening of your program is, mm-hmm. just made me smile because I think that's what I do. In I think as um, a person who teaches Vedic wisdom and devotes my life to mind, body, and spirit, sciences, and healing, that I feel like I'm a journalist of the good news, whereas before I was a journalist of the bad news.
2: Yes. Well, you know, part of this, we're going to talk about this and what this actually means, how you overcame, uh, let's just call it diagnosis for now, because uh, I, I had the same thing. And what happens when we take our lives back? What does it really take for everyone listening to this show? If if we take a chapter out of this book, Warrior Pose, if we take a chapter out of the life of uh, Bahava Ram, joining me here today, if we, take a, if we take a chapter out of here, what might happen In our world, when we come back, we're gonna do just that. On the brink of death, what do you do? On the brink of death, when someone says to you, Hmm, you know, you may die if you go to sleep tonight, what do you do? Or if someone says to you, That thing you got can't really help you with that, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna hear how my guest handled that. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with the show.
0: Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Chakra Sound System. Each week, we will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Changemakers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit TheDrJulieShow.com
4: tap into your I am energy to discover who you truly are and who you always have been Dawn Smith offers a simple yet profound and life-changing way to discover your I am energy that is hidden beneath the toxicity caused by choices we made consciously or unconsciously prior to today. This internal perfection is not an idea, a theory, or some vague notion or concept. On the contrary, it is beyond the grasp of the brain and its intellectual interpretations as it lies deep within the language of our hearts. Visit I am energy Thank
0: There is not just one kind of radio show. Some shows are about health, wellness, food. Others are about helping you on your spiritual journey. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi,
2: I'm Dr. Pat. Dr. Pat, thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. Positive Talk Radio was a vision that we've had, and thanks to all of you, you've helped us make it a reality. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together.
1: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile.
2: Everybody, welcome back. Uh, What a great show today. I am, you know, I'm having a chat with the author of uh, Warrior Pose. But for those of you, not just the author of Warrior Pose. I mean, you know, this is Bahava Ram is a former network news war correspondent. Uh, You know, he went on to end his career from injury. You're going to hear about this right now. But part of the journey is, you know, how does life change you? How do you change life? Is it cause and effect? If you... If you go to, uh, go to the website, and I'm going to make sure that they have your website, there's a lot of opportunities there for, uh, for you to learn more, how to take, as he says on his site, how to own your power and live your truth. Um there are several copies of well there are copies of this book but there're more books and CDs you know all about deep yoga uh he and I actually I don't know if he, I don't know if you remember that we chatted about that book as well uh and there's much more You know, what is it about being a musician? What is it about being someone that brings a different conversation into the world that captivates all of us into wanting some of what he's got? Uh, Please tell folks the best way to get a copy of your book and the best way to find out more about you.
3: Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. Warrior Pose is available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, all major bookstores online. People can connect with me through our website, deepyoga.com. Deep, because we anchor back deeper into the ancient mind-body-spirit sciences of yoga. DeepYoga.com or com, which is a little tricky spelling. B-H-A-V is in Victor, A-R-A-M.com, which is the name I've taken since I went through this personal transformation in my life.
2: Well, I want to ask you a question about um, the challenge. You know, what happened to you that was the showstopper that got you off the wagon wheel, so to speak, uh, where you where you literally had to stop and and look at your life.
3: will take a little time but in 1986 I was working my way into larger and larger television markets moving towards the network because I was very driven this this career totally identified who I was gave my life meaning and I loved every minute of it I landed in Boston at the NBC affiliate there in 1986 and soon I was off to Afghanistan the first journalist they ever agreed to send abroad and I was in the mountains with the Mujahideen Freedom Fighter during the Soviet occupation there. One of the only Western journalists ever to be in there. And then down in the refugee camps, uh, the world's biggest refugee crisis at the time, some five million people on the border of Pakistan out of a nation of only 15 million people. And the conditions were horrific, with more and more war-wounded pouring in every day, people dying often as soon as they arrived, or showing up with deceased babies in their arms. And I documented that. I was very touched by the children. In fact, Warrior Pose opens, as you know, with a... Me seeing this little boy who's burned with napalm all over his body from Soviet jets bombing his village high in the mountains, seeing him in this refugee hospital. His name was Makamud. And... I brought some of those children home with me to New England for medical treatment of missing arms and legs, eye surgery, pulling shrapnel out of their faces, burn treatment and then I did something I rarely did. I I took a vacation. I was pretty exhausted and I went down to paradise in this little remote island in the Bahamas. and the final day a storm came up and I was battening down storm windows thinking it might be a hurricane. I was up on a high ledge maybe 12 feet above the floor and the handles of that window snapped up in my hands, and I fell down and snapped the lowest vertebra of my back Wow! in shock. And I woke up the next morning in excruciating pain, but I just gritted my teeth. My mantra was, I'm going to work longer and harder than anyone else. And I kept going for seven years hiding the secret of my pain so frightened that as soon as they found out I'd lose this career in a highly competitive business. And the way that I coped secretly was with muscle relaxers and painkillers and drinking a little bit more every night and thinking tomorrow I just have to get better. My career is soaring. I'm in the prime of my life. Think about the war-wounded children. Push forward And I pushed forward through apartheid in Africa, through chaos in El Salvador and Nicaragua, to the cocaine wars in South America being on the front lines of the Persian Gulf War, and after that I was put in charge of all Asia by NBC Network News. Living in Hong Kong, seven years go by, and the whole time my physical and emotional health are plummeting while my career is going upwards. Finally, in 1993, I'm in Manila, Philippines. I lean over to look at some videotape for a report on the NBC Nightly News with Tom Brokaw that night, and that crack in my lowest vertebra. the fifth lumbar vertebra split wider open started to cut into my spinal cord. I think I howled like a feral cat and sort of blacked out, ultimately brought back to the United States for major, major back surgery, and it failed. And I was declared permanently disabled and placed in the body brace from my sternum to my hips. I could no longer sit up to eat a meal, couldn't walk without a cane. And now I'm on Vicodin and Valium and Prozac and Ritalin and three or four other medications I can't even pronounce. And I'm drinking more heavily every night. Physical pain is excruciating but didn't compare to the emotional pain because I had lost my identity. And I felt I had absolutely no future. And the only way I hid from myself was through those drugs. So for the next four years I got darker and darker and bigger and bigger. I continued to eat my foreign correspondence meat and potatoes diet, but I'm laying around on the couch all day and I gained over 80 pounds and I looked like a beach whale. And I became a master, Dr. Pat. I became Mm -hmm. a total master of self-pity, of fear, of anger, of blaming the world, of depression, and of darkness over those next four years until a little light came into my life.
2: Wow. You know, I was reading um, uh, in, in the book uh, and you you come right out and you say chronic pain is consuming. It is. It's all consuming. I think that's what you and I share. Um, but mm-hmm. the, the one of the things that you talk about is this recurring dream that you had. So you're very, you know, I love the way you, t- you talk about this with us and share this story with us because, you know, the recurring dreams that we have, you know, as we collapse into sleep, I think, as you said, it is you know, this recurring dream of that thing which we used to have or or wanted to have that we no longer believe we can have. So, you know, you were completely consumed with the version of failure that you were talking to yourself about based on what your life was like. That must have been horrific.
3: Well, I felt like I had... Life. looking back you know I wished I could have handled it better at the time but I I truly didn't yeah and then just before 1998 just before Christmas my only child my little boy was born mm. and suddenly that's when I had that flicker of light in my life because oh. I was a difficult and dark person and I thought well, Bucket up. You do have an identity. You're going to be a daddy, even if you can never carry him on your shoulders or kick a soccer ball. You're going to be a daddy. And I started to have a little bit of hope. Three months into that, I got sick and sicker and sicker and was ultimately diagnosed with stage four cancer that I contracted years earlier from exposure to depleted uranium in the Persian Gulf War. Yeah. And the doctors basically said, you're not going to live. You won't make it for two years. You need to write your will. And here's morphine to go along with the Vicodin and Valium and Prozac and the rest of this parcel of drugs that are masking all of your symptoms and stealing your soul. And I got darker because I felt this incredible guilt that I was leaving this little boy's life, and now I'm dying. And so I was doing a nosedive into the abyss of my physical and mental suffering.
2: Well, you know, part of this is really being at that place where you think it's not going to get any darker than this. It's not going to get any darker than this. You know, did the did your world close in? Uh, So much so that you could not see the the possibilities. I'd love to talk with you about this when we come back. And and I have to tell everybody out there, this book is a book of both perspiration as I read it and inspiration. Warrior Pose, a war correspondence memoir. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to talk about how we rise up. You know, what is it about our makeup that allows us to beyond the beyond when everything looks dark when gloom and doom seem evident, what is it about us that has the ability to see possibilities? And how does the universe, however you want to look at it, how does it conspire for a greater good? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with my very special guest joining me here today. bahau Ram. we'll be right back.
0: Where do you desire to go in life? Anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenorice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out glenorice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or DOT 415 235 2807.
6: What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer, it's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You, beingyouclass.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires?
1: Empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern for The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Vasily, radio to thrive by.
5: Tune in Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern to Spirit Guidance Radio with Shannon Walbrand on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show with South Africa's top psychic will amaze and uplift you. Call in to receive detailed, specific answers that offer immediate solutions as Shannon interprets messages from your spirit guides. Whether it's love, business, or health, your spirit guides are ready to help. Visit ShannonWalbrand.com for more info.
1: You are guided. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. For more information about us, please go to our website, thedrpatshow.com. Check it out. And um, pretty soon, you're going to see a new Transformation Talk Radio website. Thrilled about that, made the changes that all of you wanted, and, uh, you know, the world of technology. Well, what can I say about it? Here we are. Uh, Joining me here today, as I said before, the author of Warrior Pose, a war correspondence memoir. The stories in here, you know, will bring you up to a place that is inspirational, but also will take you to a place of pain, that many, many people have experienced in their own ways. But today, you know, we're talking with uh, my very special guest, Bava Ram, about what the journey upward now is like. Did you know you had hit bottom? Did you know you were at a bottom? What was the, what was the light bulb that went on for you? Was there a particular event
3: Well, I sure knew that I had hit bottom Dr. Pat. I was drunk and stoned by 10 o'clock in the morning and just waiting to die. And I had basically pushed everyone out of my life except that little boy. I don't know how his mother, my wife at the time, hung in as long as she did. I think, as I say in the book, I probably would have cut and run earlier, and she was a saint. And it was just me and him. It was the only place I had a soft spot. And just before the year 2000, he had just turned two years old. I maybe had a few months to live. He came to me in a a little two-year-old boy way. I realized he finally got it in his own little way that daddy was not long for the world. And he looked at me with some little tears in his eyes. And I'm lying on the couch, as I am all the time. And he spoke three little words that cracked me wide open. He said, get up, Daddy. (sighs) and it hit me in a place that I didn't know that I had and all through the new year as 2000 on this mantra was looping through my mind get up daddy but how I'm dying, I have cancer, I'm a broken back, I have failed surgery get up daddy And finally about three weeks later I decided that I need to get off all these drugs and boy did my family and friends agree, I needed to die with clarity and dignity is what I felt because these med- medications had totally stolen my soul. I didn't know who I was anymore. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. So I checked into a hospital here in Southern California and detoxed cold turkey out of what was now fourteen years of heavy, heavy medications and more than my fair share of drinking. And it was seven or eight or nine dark nights of the soul. I I can tell you as a former journalist, all the demons in Dante's Inferno are real because they checked into the room with me. (laughs) They tore at my flesh and at my emotional body. I crawled out of there. Delusional pain-wracked, not knowing where to turn or where to go now, when a lifeline was handed to me, the hospital came and said they had a new experimental clinic, very few people in it, couldn't help me with cancer, but maybe to stay off the meds until I passed away, a clinic that used ancient Eastern healing modalities and modern Western holistic techniques. I didn't understand a word. I just said, (laughs) I'm in, I'm in, sign me up Mm. and took a hotel by the hospital and I started the next day. The very first thing I did was called biofeedback, which I'm sure you're familiar with, where they hook you up to electrodes to take your heart rate, your brain waves, your temperature and so forth. And they played me a guided meditation, a visualization tape. They put me in a lounge chair, which I was already good at, and put earphones on me and this voice came on. And for the first time in my life, I think it gave me permission to really relax and to go deep inside. And through this positive imagery, I took a 20-minute journey at the end of which all of my vital signs were better And smoother. And I actually had a different taste inside of my body. Uh And it was my second wake up. Get up daddy had been the first. And I realized in that moment that whatever healing capacity that I have, that I have to take charge. Of my life because I've just been letting it happen to me and I've just been playing the victim and letting myself be cut and burned and poisoned and prodded and tested and I'm still dying as a result. I have to take charge. So I found the book of the person who made that tape, Doctor Emmett Miller, who actually wrote the foreword to Warrior Pose, He's a dear friend now. And it's one of the founders of Mind Body Medicine in America and started. Delving into those mind body practices, and about a month into it, the clinic said, We want you to try yoga. Despite being a child of the 60s, I had never tried yoga. I was this cynical, jaded investigative reporter, war correspondent, and so forth. And I was always stiff at the board, and now I'm pain racked and. Phenomenally overweight and dazed, and I go into the yoga room, and it was epiphany number three. This voice that I was starting to hear deeper inside of me, ever since my voice said, Get up, Teddy," screamed out loud inside of me, This is it. My ego mind said, What are you talking about? That, that deeper voice prevailed. I went back to my hotel. I got books on yoga, and I soon found out yoga is so much more than the postures most of us think of when we think of yoga. I got the ancient texts, and I found that it is the world's greatest time-tested system of mind, body, and spirit medicine of how to be a human being and take charge of your life, know who you really are, and align yourself as much as possible with that, which is natural. And I started to embrace that thinking, I might have a chance. I just might have a chance here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that That is that point, that moment. You know, it, it was some um, people call them tipping points. You know, mm-hmm. I was talking to Greg Braden the other day and he said, nah, they're turning points. And mm-hmm. so I think what people are saying is and, you know, I hear this over and over again, uh, just as you are saying that we have these moments that are provided to us. And not that we don't have to do the work, but they show up. You know, I shared with you dialing a wrong phone number. But the rest, of the, the rest of the journey really is up to us, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, we all have a, to, we all have a profound inner yeah. knowing, an incredible, I like to say the guru, the true yeah. guru is you, right here inside of you. But because we are in a very overstimulated and superficial and externally oriented culture, we've lost contact with that. And I was finding contact with it again, and I was choosing, because of the dire circumstances of my life, I was choosing to listen. But a month or so into this, at at the pain center, the clinic closed. The insurance company said they would no longer reimburse the patient care. They felt it was too alternative. I knew three people in the program. Two of them went back to drugs and alcohol. My closest friend in that program, he took his life. Yeah. And I went home and I built a yoga room in my house.
2: Hmm. I want to ask you this question because you said something earlier that I want to talk about when we come back as well. You said yoga is much more, uh, much more than what people think. Um, and I, I have found that myself. But it's it's important that folks, you know, see the much moreness. How would you describe um the transformative aspects of yoga for you? How would you describe how they helped you change?
3: Well, transform me on all levels of body, mind, and spirit. The Sanskrit word yoga means unification, and it's unification with that inner power and that inner wisdom that we all have. It's peeling away all our ego stuff and all the masks that we wear in our lives, facing ourselves and coming back to that authentic self. And then it gives us the tools to implement daily practices in all aspects of our life that balance us and harmonize us and help us to heal to whatever our maximum potential might be and ultimately, as I do say, to own our power and live our truth and manifest our fullest potential.
2: Well, you know, this is really for people that are listening to the show today uh, that are thinking their lives um, are are portals in time that they get to either have joy or they get to suffer and um, don't have any sense at all that Sometimes, if not always, we get the choice to determine how that's going to go. What choices did you decide to make for yourself thereafter?
3: Well, I decided that I'm all in, that I'm going to embrace this science and give it everything I have, and I'm going to let go of the outcome, whether I live or die, whether I ever get pain-free or the cancer consumes me. I don't care. I am just going to embrace and live and embody these practices as fully as I can, and I'm just going to let the universe give me whatever my fate happens to be.
2: Wow. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what is transformative. What can we learn from our life's experiences? What can we learn about the joy to expect in our world? And then how do we then get to that place where life actually feels like joy. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show.
4: What's getting your attention as physical pain or illness? Have doctors been unable to help? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Amazing things happen every day, sometimes with jolting awareness and sometimes with subtle shifts aided with Christy's divine healing gift. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us.
7: Talk Radio.
1: welcome back to the dr pat show with dr pat basile if you have a question or comment please call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 now back to the program here's dr pat Basilli.
2: Welcome back, everyone. It's great to have you here. It's so great to be talking with my very special guest today, Vava Ram. The book is Warrior Pose. It's phenomenal. You know, it's one of these books that y- you know you pick up and you think. Okay, I'm going to be able to kind of breeze through this. I'm going to be able. But what happens is for me, at least, I was taken on a journey that's so paralleled my own, maybe not in the same way, but those journeys where you're faced with important decisions in your life, decisions of integrity. What are you going to do? How will you decide? And then you're faced with challenges beyond anything you can even imagine and you think you're a do-gooder in the world and you're doing great things and then bad things happen to you and then you have to make more decisions about how you're going to take that next step and see what the universe does have, provide and show up well, you, you will go on a journey you will learn about what it means to be able to have that warrior pose in this book thank you for joining me here today it's really great to have you uh, it's just an incredible story
3: Well,
2: it was good to be with you. You know, I I wanted to, you know, bring, bring folks at least to this place of here you are today. Right. Phenomenal author. You're doing talks all over the world, events, musician. Uh, it's hard to even imagine sometimes Do people. Do people say, you know, ask you, did you really go through that, dude?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: well, I never I never dreamed that this would happen. You know, I was built my yoga room here. I called it my Himalayan cave. And I decided to do all these ancient practices because this wisdom Thousands of years old sounded like the voice of my soul, my own inner voice. It was so intuitive. Like I knew it was the truth. One of the first things I did was I became vegan. I called it my organic chemotherapy. And I started to fast for long periods of time and to purify my body through all these ancient yogic techniques on all levels. And during this process, I took 80 pounds off my body. That was the organic chemotherapy. And also through positive visualization and mantra and affirmation and meditation and mm-hmm. breath work, I took about a thousand pounds of emotional darkness off my body. And I changed the self pity, fear, and anger and depression. I turned those in. And instead, I checked out gratitude and compassion and forgiveness and humility and loving kindness. And we now know that creates a different inner chemistry inside of you. So I moved from adrenaline and cortisol coursing through my body, being in the state of fight or flight and despair, to anandamide and oxytocin and serotonin and the inner chemistry of healing and balance so that it enhanced my immune system and helped me metabolize better the nutrients in this very, very pure and organic and fresh diet. And those working together with yoga postures, of course, and with continued study and looking to my sense of higher power, my inner guru all the time. Over a period of about two years, things began to slowly change, and I'm already living longer than I ever dreamed. And, you know, I come out of my yoga room to be with my boy, and I dive back in there when he's down for a nap or at preschool, and it just became my life. And two years later, 80 pounds less of me, more flexible than I had ever been in my life, in my mind, as well as my body. I was cancer-free, no more back pain, and I knew from that moment that I would dedicate the rest of my life to sharing this story. Not just my story or my memoir, but sharing the experience that we all have this inner capacity to heal to our maximum potential, to turn our obstacles into opportunities, to own our power and live our truth, as I say, and to come to a place in our lives where we're finally at peace and harmony Rather than stress and distress. And now, in in running deep yoga with my new wife, uh, who's the person of my dreams, uh, we've seen hundreds, if not thousands, of students and clients. that we've been in contact with, which has been such a privilege, we've seen them own their power and live their truth and completely change their lives and overcome maladies emotionally and physically that they never dreamed were possible. And it's a message that I'm devoted to spreading as far and wide as I possibly can.
2: Well, you know, and this is a message that is so needed right now. We are so in need of healing at many, many, many levels. You know, someone said something to me the other day. I think you're going to chuckle about this. They said, you know, are you, are you going to mention you got to talk about the rise in the cost of beef? And I said, what, what do you want me to talk about? They said, well, you're going to, you know, you're going to talk about, you know, what's happening with that. Uh, and, and, uh, and what your position is on that I said, oh my gosh What my position is on that I said, you know what I grew up in, during an era Where the price of beef uh, Went Out off the charts I said, people don't remember this But this is actually what happened And I said to this person that was talking with me I said, do you know what happened They said, no, we stopped buying it <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know that we stopped world-
2: buying it <laughs> probably the best during- thing that could happen right now <laughs>
3: During World War II, the three big killers, cancer, stroke, and heart disease, plummeted throughout Europe. And they couldn't figure out why, because these kill so many people, it kills over half a million people in America every day. I mean, every year, excuse me. And they finally realized it was because the Third Reich, the Nazis, had taken all the meat as they marched through these countries, and the people had to survive on vegetables and grain. And as soon as the war was over and meat consumption uh, resumed, and all of those diseases went right back up to the top of the charts.
2: Yeah. Well, there's a lot we can learn, too. I mean, even when you go back and you look at this, you and I could probably do a whole show right on this topic. Even if you go back in time and look... Um, what we're doing to the land and, you know, the level of toxicity that uh, is arising in, in our children. And it, 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 it's, it's really like we just don't want to connect the dots. We just don't want to connect the dots. But thanks to your story, thanks to your book, you know, this is the way that we get some information, education, knowledge. So that the light bulb can go, so that we can get the light to shine on ourselves as well. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much for joining me here today. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? And tell folks again how to get a copy of the book and to find out more about you.
3: Well, you can find out more about us at deepyoga.com, deepyoga.com. And the book, Warrior Pose, How Yoga Literally Saved My Life by Brad Willis, who's now Babaram, is available on all online booksellers and at many major bookstores. And you can find it through our website as well. And my message is to believe in yourself, to bring yourself back to a more natural way of life, to listen to your deeper intuition, to find more time for stillness and silence and gentleness and walk a little more softly on the earth. And this idea you said of surrender, surrender is courageous because what we surrender is all the small stuff, all our little dramas and needs to control and our egos. And when we do that, we open to the power of who we really are.
2: Wow! Thank you so much for joining me here today, everybody out there, Bhava Ram, joining me here today. Warrior pose is the the book. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you so much for a great show. Thank you. This is awesome. Um, and also, folks can find out about your events and other things that uh, are going on because you're you're pretty busy these days, aren't you?
3: <laughs> pretty busy. I'm having to practice what I preach and find my own time for stillness and silence.
2: <laughs> oh, that is the key <laughs> for you. That's the key. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I, I'm doing the same thing. You know, I've decided that retreats are a good thing. thank you for tuning us in turning us on everyone Uh, we will see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show as I said before for more information about us go to thedrpatshow.com and by the way if you have missed any part of this later on tonight um, you will be able to listen to the entire show and then a further replay later on this week and over the weekend thank you all for so much of what you do Uh, all the wellness to you in the world and remember the choice is really yours Viewers. We'll see you next time on the show.
1: Thank you for joining us today for The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com.
7: Introducing a new hit show, Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Gifted, shifted, and powerful is what this show is about. Tune in each month to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance.
2: Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time for Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on the diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit limelightradio.com.
1: How would you like increased health and vitality?
4: Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated, life-altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations. Weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing, Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit newearthcentral.com.
1: What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern for The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Vasily, radio to thrive by.
0: Tune in to Intuit University, compassionate guidance connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium Sherry Dillard, the second and fourth Thursday each month at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality and a fun and magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports and empowers you to create your best life in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, and spirituality. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com.